0: When it comes to bedtime, one of the challenges for some parents happens to be nightmares, bedtime fears, and helping a child conquer that and helping a child deal with it. And when do they come and sleep on a pallet in our room when there's thunder outside? How do you deal with that? We're going to talk about that today.
1: You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J, and with us this week is Tori Roberts. Uh, who happens to be Dr. Barnes' daughter My friend, you've also worked many years Here at Sheridan House, helping the, in the boys And girls' homes, so you've seen it all And now <laughs> here the children's homes are Dealing with middle school Age mm-hmm. kids, Correct. so yesterday we covered A lot about how to help your teenager Fall asleep, and how to get them to Eventually choose their own bedtime uh, We've also dealt with other ages And you have two young ones, but to be honest All of them have their fears At night time, mm-hmm. so every single age Has different kinds of fears, mm-hmm. and different different comfort levels and all that and bedtime kind of reveals all of it yes. oh yeah
0: I think I've had nightmares at my age, and <laughs> Still, I'm yes. I have nightmares every now and then a lot of them has to do with the inappropriate things we're letting them look at before they go to bed or, or process with their brain here's one of the things that's been very helpful and a statement was made by a pastor uh, who actually um, uses one of our offices as a John Ellswick that you all know mm-hmm. and he said have you noticed that the Sheridan House staff that has children are really great parents. Why do you think that is? And I said, I think we got to do the parenting and deal with things like bedtime. When it was an objective thing, we were dealing with somebody else's children, our heart wasn't owned by it. And when we did it professionally for, in Tori's case, almost a decade, when you did that professionally or I got to do that professionally and then you have your own children, you understand with your head, not your heart, what's going on here and you respond with your brain.
2: Hopefully. Yeah, most of the time.
0: (laughs) Exhaustion plays a part in it to. And especially when you've got a child who you're exhausted and the child is just screaming because of a nightmare of any age group and knowing how to go in and handle uh, fears, you know, fears of the dark, fears of the night. And and I think when that happens, you, you've got to kind of back up. And is there something we did today to cause this? Did we go to the zoo and see something scary that frightened the child, made a loud noise, whatever it was? And Roby, I don't know if you remember when he was little, he had a terrible fear of thunder. Yes. Uh, thunder. Thunder, yes. And mm-hmm. we could hear him coming down the hall, mm-hmm. man, flying into our bed. little diaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it was thunder, it's thunder. And um, he would say, Hold me, mommy, hold me, mommy. And we taught him, this is hilarious. You know where I'm going?
2: Yep, hold yourself.
0: Yeah, we taught him to hold himself.
2: <laughs> what? Thunder
0: yes. would happen. I would scream down the hall, Roby, hold yourself. And uh, he wouldn't come running down the hall. And uh, this is funny that you still remember yep. this. And I had to get up. I had to go look and see. And there, <laughs> I See, with his nightlight, he's in bed he's holding like himself. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh my yeah. God. It was awesome. It was awesome. He wasn't the smartest child you know. Right. It, it was he a He didn't pick up until two. later, like, wow, dad yes. didn't and even want to
1: come down. and That's, get that's me. why
0: he has an eye tick to this day. Oh, yes. my goodness. It caused him problems. Yes. <laughs> no. I, I think one of the challenges when your children have nightmares, one of the things that begins to happen is that for many, crying into the night or whatever, we begin to bring them into our own bed. Mm. And they get used to being in our own bed and they want to be in our own bed. And there's a lot of varying philosophies on on their own bed. When I was in graduate school, there was a movement called the family bed movement where people just had all their kids in their bed all the time. Forever, wow. I don't know what age they got out. I guess when, you know, when Ernie was 22, he left his family's bed. When
2: they were old enough, they move into their own bed and that's the older children, the little guys go sleep with the older ones. So it kind of transitions
0: in the family bed movement. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you want to speak to that? The whole family bed movement thing? Well, (laughs) it's very. (laughs) Did something
1: happen in the family bed? (laughs) No,
0: no, I think we disagree on this one a little bit. I think it's cool.
1: In
2: researching it, it's like you had said, even the, I think it was Monday, you had mentioned that for generations we have not had our own separate rooms. And the philosophy is that this whole separate room idea is a modern thing.
0: Oh, it's not a good thing.
2: And it's not necessarily what? What's not a good thing?
0: Having your own bed bedroom is not a good thing. I remember, and I never thought about this till we went to the barber household to eat, and it was a huge house, 7,000-square-foot house, and uh, just two boys. And with all the bedrooms upstairs, the boys slept in the same room. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking uh, a very wise man, their dad, Anthony, why is that? Because they don't need their own bedroom. Now, they could have had their two bedrooms each. Mm -hmm. They don't need their own bedroom. I want them to grow up learning how to give up space and give up stuff Mm -hmm. uh, for the other because that'll help them be better husbands mm. learning to Which share. Which is great. Yep.
2: And they're saying that even um, with the whole idea of crying it out, um, I mean, there was an article, I think it was USA Today even, that had talked about that it can even cause um, some moral issues later on because there's a lack of trust sometimes that builds in anyway, but But it, it's just the whole family bed movement is the concept that having your own bed is a very modern, you know, mm-hmm. it's not very many generations do it. And we're one of the only countries even today that do it but when the children are old enough they will go sleep in their room and then you know the little guys end up sleeping with the older children you know and and then it kind of moves in that direction well
0: well, let's talk about this whole emancipation thing you know one of the things we do need to talk about is dealing with fears Mm -hmm. bedtime fears and bedtime nightmares and let's take that on first and
2: And what's legit and what is a manipulation yeah
0: and i do need to respond to the screaming from a nightmare and you know that and when there's of fear, I do need to respond to it. And I do need to not just respond to it and calm them down, but I need to help them see that their fear of something in the closet or the noise or whatever is not real. I do need to spend time with them. I do need to help them. The goal here is to help them conquer these fears eventually on their own. The goal here is to give them the tools to think through, pray through Uh, understanding that you have the ability to deal with this. If you really think you can't, call me. Um, And then when my child comes and says... Um, Daddy, I had a bad dream last night. You didn't call me. No, I I, I had a bad dream and, and I did okay. I did okay. And that's when we need to go crazy and go, that is awesome. I mean, you know you can call me if you need to, but when you don't really need to and you think you can deal with it yourself, that's wonderful. You and Jesus got through this together.
2: We've actually started. Our three-year-old has had um just consistent nightmares, Um, and I think it's related to growing. I mean, I think that their minds just start getting active, and I don't know that he can distinguish vivid dream and I think the vivid dreams scare him like I'm not Mm. sure that he's actually having night I mean he has had some night terrors he's woken up in a cold sweat but um what we've started doing is his light I've I've set up a light in his room it's got a little blue light in it so it's more like a night light and it's on a timer and if he can stay in his bed and not get out of his bed then he earns a reward in the morning um where he gets you know it's something silly like I put a a yogurt in the uh, on the freezer and he gets a yogurt popsicle or something like that but it's a reward. So, um, there are and With nights, you, it would
0: be healthy. I, the, the yogurt popsicle would not work for me. For you, or chocolate the,
2: milk. For him, he gets chocolate okay, milk.
0: Okay, okay. You're getting there now. <laughs> you and your healthy. I guess that's why you're in good shape and I'm sitting here blobbing my chair, but that's all right.
2: No one can see But it's, he doesn't good. know. He thinks it's a popsicle. So, you know, the three year old mind, I get up and get a popsicle. It's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been, you know, a couple nights where in a row that he's gotten, stayed in bed till his little timer, the light has gone off and he knows he can come into mommy and daddy's room. Um, and he's just very proud proud of himself you know i'm a big boy i you know i was so able what to what time
0: does the timer go off for the light 6 30 in the morning mm-hmm. oh so it's all night light
2: it's all night it's on awesome. all night this now is awesome but he doesn't make it there's a lot of nights that he doesn't make it but for us it's he doesn't earn a consequence when he comes in because he is legitimately afraid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um it's the reward of the morning when he makes it and he gets very proud of, i was a big boy last night i stayed in my bed the whole night long. that's a
0: great plan
2: and um that's but you a, know la, you even gave last him night
0: goals yes and you gave him the now, only the goal but something he can succeed Mm -hmm. at and when he doesn't Mm -hmm. succeed it's okay it's okay tomorrow's another day yeah yeah because he is three
2: he is three I mean (sighs) he comes in and bless his heart's here streaming down his face and he's
1: you know daddy makes him a little pallet on the floor sometimes awesome but yeah the goal is there (laughs) my mother in-law just told me uh, this past weekend she was taking care of my five-year-old niece and who has lots of nightmares and and, and all that and she was scared of something in another room she has a five-bedroom home and stuff so she took her by the hand and she said we're gonna go room by room and pray so here we go and so she went and prayed you know there's nothing here God we love this room this is you know pretty pink color here da-da-da. and each one of them okay let's go back to sleep done she was beautiful the whole night mm-hmm. And, and so it was sort of a, a prayer walk mm-hmm. around the yeah, house. Yeah. But just knowing God is here, God is always with you. Well, she There's put nothing. the focus
0: back on God. She showed the evidence that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And she let the child, she distracted the child yeah. from the fear. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, it takes time to do that. But what she did now is there will come a time when that child uh, will be whatever age and go walk around and do that themselves. Okay, I just need to get up. I need to get some water. I need to walk in these rooms. I need to talk to you, Father. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. I think sometimes we need to think about what's the last thing we read to them what's the last thing they happen to walk through the family room and see on the television Mm -hmm. set that scared them what are some of the things that are in these little minds that they're not ready to deal with and pop back up during the day or or did they hear mommy and daddy yelling and screaming at each other and that terrifies them when they go to bed their minds process differently than ours do and they get very very fearful and Mm -hmm. so we need to respond to it but the goal is to also teach them how to respond to it
1: and a lot of this stuff also happens with blending families like you mentioned earlier this week where you know i came in as a brand new mom and here are all these kids and so we had a lot of the whole family bed and me coming from so many years singleness i was like okay sleeping with kids in the yeah. bed is not fun now when there's a child on my head i'm yeah. not sure how this like, she punches how does that happen you <laughs> know and they're glued to my body yeah, yeah. And i'm like i'm sweaty and it's not fun <laughs> and i have to work tomorrow and they need to go to school <laughs> so we went through our stages also and me you know, having to be taught also that this is a process mm-hmm. that, and it eventually did go away. But that's mm-hmm. maybe you know. even part of their bonding with you. Right. And it did a good become thing. that because we had our times too, where dad wasn't in the bed mm-hmm. yet. So I had, you know, 10 solid minutes with them alone and mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. So we had some good, you know, it's always mm-hmm. a mixed bag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's parenting. It's, it's a mixed parenting.
2: bag. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Yes. And yes. I, the reality here is it's not just bed and it's not just the fears in the bed. Um, um, there's other things going on and we can't figure out always what it is or they're too young to describe what's going on or they're irrational and and nightmares are often irrational the deal is we want to be responding rather than be manipulated we do want to respond but we also want to help them begin the process of uh, dealing with it on their own we want mm-hmm. to teach them like uh, you just gave that illustration of teaching them how to go around and see there's nothing in the closet everything's okay and pray and teach them eventually how to deal with fears themselves. There are some children that have never been taught how to deal with fear and they grow up and they live a fearful life as mm. adults, afraid of everything on the planet, mm. afraid to go out at night, afraid to do all these things because in some cases, I think parents manipulated them with fear. In other cases, parents didn't teach them how to handle fear properly. And so what we're really teaching here is I can handle all things through Christ who gives me the strength I need. Well, I well, think
2: one of the keys that you just said was teaching them to deal with fear. I think um, that a lot of parents don't train them in that. You know, you don't go in and pray with them when they're afraid or you don't go in. And I think part of our example is, um, you know, we are their first touch with God. I mean, their father is the example of who their heavenly father is. Mm. And I think going in and being that everything's going to be okay. That calming force when they're afraid is a good thing and that's teaching them how to.
0: That's great. Don't you think most parents, we don't want to ever say this out loud, live to get them into the bed <laughs> and then and then when they're in bed but they're not or they're in bed but they're crying, we respond out of our exhaustion and our anxiety rather than realizing this is another teaching moment I'll be glad yes. I did later on. Yes.
1: It's just teaching moments take time and effort yes. and if you're too exhausted and you're a working mom or whatnot, you are beside yourself and you think, I don't have time for this. But Mm. then when will you have time? Because if the time is not made, you'll be suffering the consequences yourself later on.
0: That's exactly right. right. You either do it now or do it later. It's harder. Bedtime reveals a lot, but we need to be available. We need to be thinking. We need to realize, and I love your bookend illustration yesterday. It's a bookend um, that we need to be involved in at the end of the day. And your children are going to have fears and analyze your house. Is there something we did here tonight? Mm. Was there screaming in the house tonight? Whatever it was, but then go in and help them deal with it. If you don't now, you'll be dealing with it later on.
1: You've been listening to Dr. Bob Barnes and Tori Roberts from Sheridan House Family Ministries here on Parenting on Purpose. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And if you want to hear today's program again, share it with another parent, even ask a question or give a comment on this topic. Go online to ParentingOnPurpose.org. There are now apps available so that you can podcast these programs or sign up to get the program along with the corresponding blog via email every day. Again, that's all online at parentingonpurpose.org. To find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries, the children's homes, even a lot of resources that are found online. Uh, The proceeds go to help the children's homes. That'll help you with your parenting journey, even your own marriage. You can find all those at shfm.org. It's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow as we wrap up this topic of dealing with bedtime on Parenting on Purpose.